What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verde here. In this episode, we're going to talk about time management. This is the most important skill for juggling everything that goes on in your life, from relationships to career to side hustles. If you get this skill right, you get every single other skill out there correctly. So that's why we're going to dedicate this episode to time management and becoming more intentional with your time. Our guest who joins us today, she's a serial entrepreneur, dog mom, part-time van lifer. We've seen a lot of van lifers, a big boom in the space, something we might touch on in the episode, we're not sure. She is the co-founder though of Paver, a time management app that integrates with your Google Calendar. Our guest is passionate about helping business owners and busy people reclaim their time so they can live more and work less. Our guest who joins us is none other than Jessica Bledsoe. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me on today. Jessica, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day, something that we hear very often. It's how we use the time in the day that matters. And the hope is that by the time we get to this episode's conclusion, you who've been listening to this episode, you're going to get a lot of great insights here today. So Jessica, I'm wondering if we can jump into where do we start with the time management plan? Because a lot of people, they just say, I don't have enough time and they leave it at that without a deeper analysis. Yeah, I think that's a huge misconception is that you don't have enough time. Like you said, we all have 24 hours in a day. And I think the thing that we fall off on the most is being really clear on what it is we're trying to do. And that means being really clear on what our goals are and what our priorities are. So if you're approaching time management from a standpoint of you're trying to grow your business, what are those things that are going to move your business forward? And what are the priorities and the things that you're going to do to get you there? And then if you're just coming from it from you're just a busy person who feels like they need to do all of these things, what are those things that you're trying to get done? Why are you trying to get those things done? And are they actually important to your, you and your life? So really spending some time thinking about what it is you're trying to accomplish. I think that we all just kind of set out about our day, our week, our month, our year, and we don't really have any intention behind what we're trying to do so it's easy to let other people pull us in different directions or we get that shiny object syndrome where we feel like this is the thing we need to be working on um so just getting really clear on, on what it, on what you're trying to do i think it's the first step in in mastering your time management goals and priorities that needs to be your guiding light and a lot of people jessica hit this point where you just set tasks and you go out and you do them day in, day out without thinking, does this third task that I'm doing in the day, does that help me with my goals and priorities? And you could look even deeper and say, well, this part of my business is growing incredibly well. This other part, not so much. And it's taking time away from some of the other things that I could be doing. So goals and priorities are a great <clears throat> goals and priorities are a great place to start. Uh, but going in that direction, there are some things that don't really fit 
the goals and priorities that we have to do. Uh, so like responding to emails, that's something that can lead to great results, but it's not something you should be doing too much. How can we control the time we spend on things like the inbox, which are necessary, but they may not move us as quickly as other tasks? Exactly. So I like to look at this um, from two different perspectives. The first one is that I really like to teach people how to work in quarters. So we set these really big goals at the beginning of the year or the end of the year, and then we just kind of get lost in the day-to-day to that. I think by working in 90-day chunks, you can create some more reasonable goals for yourself and break that down into smaller action items that will get you towards whatever that big goal is. And then when you're dealing with things like your inbox, scheduling reactive time for those things. So instead of having that notification that comes through on your phone or that pops up on your computer while you're working, we're taking those big goals and those smaller steps that we've broken it into, we're taking the reactive time that we know we're gonna need throughout our day and we're blocking that into chunks on our calendar to one, make sure that we're doing all those things that are gonna lead up to us achieving that big goal at the end of the 90 days, but then we're also scheduling time to react to things because your inbox is always gonna need to be checked. There's always gonna be a last minute phone call or meeting that needs to take place. But if you can schedule that in a block on your calendar, you can say, I know that I'm gonna get to that. I'm just not gonna get to it right now. So when you have that need to be in your inbox, you can say, no, it's not time for that just yet. Because truthfully, is there anything in your inbox that's ever actually an emergency, right? Like if it's an emergency, someone's going to call you, they're going to text you, they're going to do whatever they have to do to get a hold of you. If it's in your inbox, it can wait the two to four hours before you actually get in there and you can dedicate time to it. And it's not going to pull that attention away from, from something else that you're trying to work on. And you're just making sure that you can say, hey, yes, I've got time for that phone call today, but I can't do it until two o'clock because that's what you've blocked on your calendar. So by doing that, you're in control of your time. And we have just somehow gotten in this habit of letting everyone else control our time and control our calendars. And by creating those blocks, you're making sure that those big goals and priorities are being met and that you're also scheduling time for those things that are just going to inevitably pop up. I love setting a time where you react to stuff. Like there are times of day where I will never go into my email. Mornings, that is my writing time. That is my time for anything but email. But if you look at, like if you pay attention to your productivity throughout the day, you can find that spot of time where your productivity drops. That's the best time to schedule reactionary time like the email inbox because it's not getting in the way of your most productive activities. And I love how Jessica mentioned break your goals into quarters. In fact, there's a great book called The 12-Week Year that goes into this a little bit deeper where you set the annual goals, yes, but then you break into like, what do I have to do each quarter to get there? We had the one of the co-authors of that book on the show. We will link to that episode for anyone who is interested. But one of the best things you could do for achieving success in any area is to measure your progress. Like if you want to do wealth, income, and expenses, measure those things in a spreadsheet. Time management, you want to measure that in a spreadsheet or use some type of app. I know Jessica helps with Paver. That app has a lot of great functionality. I'm wondering if you could share with us the importance of measuring our time and how we can use Paver as a solution. 
Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, how many times have you ended your day or your week and you're just like, man, like, where did all of my time go? Like you had all these things on your to-do list that you wanted to get around to, but you just feel like you ran out of time. And typically that's just because time gets away from us. So if you're not being, you know, being intentional with your time is one thing, but then being able to measure if that intentionality is actually working in the way that you thought it would is another thing. And so that's really why we created Paver was because we knew that there were so many people who were putting all of this information into their calendar already, right? You're putting your meetings in there. Your calendar knows where you're going, when you're going, who you're going to be with. It has all of this really great data about how you're spending your time already, but there was no way to get all of that data out of the calendar and make any sense of it. You know, you had to kind of manually go through and just count up how many meetings you had or how much time you spent working on a project or with a specific client. With Paver, what you're able to do is you're ready, you're able to take all of that that data that's in the calendar and then you can add categories to it you can add labels to it you can add custom values to it so that you can collect good data from the data that you're already collecting and then with just a little bit more intention with like i said creating those time blocks putting in those things that you're doing because you're already using that calendar anyway then we can get some really great data out of there and understand how we're spending your time so if you get to the end of the week and you're like why did I not have enough time to do these things that are on my list? And you go through and you say, well, I spent, I spent 17 hours in meetings this week. That's why I wasn't able to get done with everything that I needed to do next week. Can I maybe see if some of these meetings can be emails or can I just cancel them all together? I think that we really have to get in the habit of saying no when we're being intentional with our time. Like we want to say yes, but we have to say no if we're going to be able to protect our time and saying no to things like meetings when it's not something that really needs to take up, you know, an hour of your day is really the first step in being able to do that. And solutions like Paver, the important thing about those is they give you access to personal data. Anybody who's followed professional sports if you look at the past decade, there is such a strong focus on the data, on like every little movement that contributes to each individual play or outcome. And as more organizations, companies, individuals, they focus on their data to achieve better results. If you're able to do that with your time, you will spot opportunities for improvement so you can get more of your life back where you're spending less time procrastinating or you're just finding more efficient ways to get the same work done. Now, Jessica, I did hint at this towards the beginning of the episode during our intro, but I mentioned that you are a part-time van lifer. This is something that um, I'm not sure if I would do it, but I'm very fascinated with some of the concepts around van life. I'm wondering for someone who is thinking about van life, what advice do you have for someone who may want to get started in that direction? Yeah, I mean, part of the reason that, you know, my husband, who is also my co-founder and business partner, part of the reason why we really created Paver was because we were also looking for a way to get out of our service-based business where we were just trading our time for money. And we were working with a lot of local companies, which means that we had to really be here in the town that we live in. And we had to work within their hours, which most of them were nine to five. And we just knew that we that wasn't the lifestyle that we wanted to have forever, that we wanted to be able to travel as much as possible. And so we had this idea for Paver, which then allowed us, you know, now we can work from anywhere, but it's kind of that same thing where we just have to be really intentional with your time. 
And I think if you're going into van life, you have to keep two things in mind. One, it's that you have to be intentional with your time because you have to get to places before the sun goes down so you can <laughs> set up. You have to kind of have a plan on where you're going and when you're going to get there, especially with COVID, you know, a lot of campgrounds, especially if you're going to be traveling through like national parks and things, you have to make reservations now. They don't have a lot of the first come first serve campgrounds that they used to have. So you have to be, you know, you kind of have to be ahead of things, but then you also just have to be able to um, let go of your expectations. So the biggest thing for me when we started out in, um, in our van on our first trip was that I had this, um, you know, I had this idea in my mind of what van life was going to be like, and it was based on all of those beautiful, like, Instagram photos <laughs> and, you know, all these blogs that I've been following that um, clearly were only highlighting the beautiful things because it's um, it's a different world when you're out there and you're moving from place to place and you, um, you know, for us, we are in a converted Volkswagen van. So this is not like some $100,000 like Mercedes Sprinter that's totally outfitted. Like this is not that at all. Um, so really it was just adjusting my expectations and realizing that, you know, this is what I'd worked for for so long was to be able to, to live this life and to have this lifestyle where I could travel the country whenever I really wanted to. And just kind of being able to surrender and go with the flow. And I'm, you know, I think with anything in life, we have an expectation and if we don't, you know, if we don't meet that expectation, we want to give up or we want to, you know, throw in the towel. And that that just wasn't an option because I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So I just adjusted my expectations and said, you know, this is what it is. And at the end of the day, I still love it. Like I'm still getting to go and I'm, I'm getting to see all these beautiful places. We saw like 13 states this summer. There's no way I would have, would have been able to do that otherwise, you know, so just adjust those expectations, be intentional with your time and just, you know, just trust the process. I mean, the biggest thing there is that you save so much on the hotel expense because that's like hundreds of dollars per day in a lot of places. I know you got to pay more for gas, but I'm sure that it balances out rather favorably if you're comparing extra gas versus hotel. Uh, but one thing I do want to touch on is that you mentioned uh, in your van life, you made the transition because you're able to transition from service-based to starting paver, launching that out and scaling it what does the transition look like from a service-based business to more of a platform or a product? And what advice do you have for someone who may be making that transition right now? I think it's a, <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's a really big mindset shift first and foremost. You know, when you're, when you're selling your time, when you're selling your hours as a service provider, you're constantly looking for that next project, for that next client, for the next thing that you're going to be working on. And so you're, I feel like you're just a little bit more in hustle mode when you're a service provider um, versus when you are building something like, a, you know, a software platform that can just be sold over and over and over again. It's just a mindset shift on who your customer is and how you're going to reach that customer and what the, you know, level of commitment that you have to that customer is. And, you know, we went from having a pool of, you know, really just people that we could drive to here. We live um, in Louisville, Kentucky. So we really had a customer base that had to be within, you know, like a 50 mile radius of us so that we could get to them to now we have users in 22 countries around the world. And we're starting to think about how do we translate the app into different languages and things like that. So we went from having this really small potential customer base to now having, you know, there's over a billion Google Calendar users worldwide. Now, obviously not all of them are our, are our customer, but 
it's just a, a mindset shift on how you're going to reach them. And, you know, I'm not spending my days going to one-on-one networking events anymore. You know, like I'm, I'm doing things like this. I'm doing podcast interviews and I'm trying to just get our word out there and our name out there. And I'm spending a lot of time making sure that people who sign up for the app have a really good experience and that they know that they can reach out to us if they need any help getting set up. And so it's just, um, it's just a different way of, of working. But I think that, you know, I really think that being in that service-based business, well, one, it's where we got the idea for paper. We were working with small businesses and saw that they had a need to get their calendar data out of the calendar. But it also just gives you a different lens to entrepreneurship that I think it would have been really difficult for me to just jump into this first um, because it was a lot more people focused. And now I can lead with that customer service aspect of it. And I, we've really let our customers and our paver users drive the roadmap and the growth of paver based on what they've been telling us that we need. And those are conversations that I got to have with them as they're, you know, as they're being onboarded. And Jessica brings up the great point where this isn't something that happens right away. You may have to work on your service-based business or at your job for a few years as you build your entrepreneurial adventure on the side, and then it can eventually become your full-time thing. A big part in making that happen is really gaining more control over your time, being able to track it properly. Paver is a great solution to making that happen. If you guys want to get Paver, what you guys do, we will have this link in the show notes, but what you guys do, you go to getpaver.com. Get P-A-V-R.com. That is where you go in order to get Paver and start using it for your Google Calendar. Also, make sure you follow Jessica on Instagram. We will be throwing a bunch of links in the show notes. But for anyone who wants to get their time management down, be intentional with their time, Paver is a great way. The insights Jessica shared will help you do that as well. So I definitely hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. And Jessica, I appreciate you so much for coming on Breakthrough Success. Yeah, thank you again for having me. This is great.